0: I'm uh, Albrecht Glitz. I'm an associate professor at uh, University Pompeo Fabra in Barcelona, where I've been working for 15 years now as a labour economist, but also as a researcher with interest in uh, espionage topics.
1: So, Albrecht, what are you going to be doing for the Foundation?
0: I'm uh, one of the project leaders right now. I have a project on economic espionage, globalization and welfare, hoping to be pushing those topics
1: uh, over the next few years. Espionage, that does not sound at all like an economic topic, is it?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, I certainly think it's an economic topic. You could think about it as international flow of knowledge across borders. And, you know, we know that these knowledge flows have, you know, important repercussions for the economic development of countries. But even from a very detached point of view, this is a very economic
1: question. Espionage, by its nature, it's secret. There's no data that people want to be out there. How on earth can you study it?
0: Yes. uh, Well, that's actually a very uh, interesting question. So there's a, you know, an extensive literature on the topic by historians who have looked at individual spies, looked at their uh, careers. There's really not much quantitatively on that because for precisely the reason that there is no data generally on espionage. So I was lucky to uh, uncover an extremely exciting dataset that covers the complete espionage activity of the East German Secret Service during the Cold War period. They had their spies placed in the West. These spies would be sending information back to the headquarters in East Berlin. And there someone make an entry in a database recording the code name of the spy, the date of arrival, the quality assessment, some description of the content of the information, etc. So this database then survived the fall of the Berlin Wall through a stroke of luck. They destroyed the original, but they forgot about a safety copy Mm. they made uh, half a year before. So they left it lying in a cupboard and that was eventually uh, found, deciphered. And that's what I'm using now for my quantitative analysis.
1: So how on earth did you manage to get hold of this data?
0: Well, that's a, a longer story. Originally, my my co-author at the time, Eric Meyerson, and I, we we talked and we, we thought, well, we should maybe do something on economic espionage. and That's an interesting topic. Uh, maybe there's some data out there. So with that in mind, I then looked around a bit and I went to the website of a, a, an institute here in, in Berlin that originally is responsible to providing access to East Germans on their files that were collected by the East German secret service and to essentially to find out who was spying on them and mm-hmm. um, learn what the Stasi did with, uh, with information concerning them. So I went to this, this website of this institute and they have a research department. Most of the research done by historians within that institute in some little sub paragraph, just in passing, they mentioned, well, you know, and there's this electronic database, Sira, it's called. <laughs> where the East Germans recorded uh, electronically all the information they received from the West. And, you know, that that database has been deciphered and has now been recovered and, and can be used for analysis. And then we thought, OK, well, that's interesting. And we emailed that institute and asked for access to the entire database, which was very new for them because they were used to just giving out information about one particular spy and then historian would write a book on that. But we asked for the entire database and so it took some convincing and actually there were several moments where this was about to fail, but we repeatedly sent emails and then we were lucky to find a, an employee there who was in supportive, very supportive and made this happen for us.
1: This is enormously interesting, but if I'm not the boss of a firm, uh, if I don't hold patents, does it matter to me?
0: Well, you know, in principle, you can think about this as a, a theft of knowledge of intellectual property. And in that sense of you as a country, you generate knowledge and that is stolen by some other country and used to the benefit of that other country. That will have repercussions for your own firm, for their position in the market, uh, for their competitiveness. Through that mechanism, it would affect the whole population in a country, not just the people who then themselves have businesses or patents. So there will be welfare effects of uh, economic espionage in particular.
1: When we think about economic espionage, is it just done by one or two countries or is everyone at it?
0: Intelligence gathering is done by uh, very many countries. There, of course, nowadays there are some main suspects, let's say, uh, who are uh, thought to be engaging in in a lot of economic espionage in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, China and uh, and Russia, also to some extent Iran. But that's certainly not the only group of countries that are engaging in this activity.
1: Is it important to you that the research that you're doing has some resonance, some impact outside economics departments?
0: Yes, absolutely. That's, of course, the hope. Uh, I mean, this is a topic that by its nature we know very little about. So one big objective of this project is to gather information, do some quantitative analysis with the hope of That being more representative maybe than some of the interesting case studies that are out there on on espionage and basically provide a a data-driven foundation for policy. And the start for that would just be to, for example, measure just the extent of the phenomenon in Germany. So Mm -hmm. one part of the project is trying to get a a module into a large uh, employer survey and try to just ask a large representative sample of firms to what extent they are subject to these uh, activities and to what extent they suffer from these activities and just put out those data.
1: It's important that policymakers pay attention to this. They would all say, well, we are against espionage, against our firms. What sort of impact can you have on policy with this research? What sort of policy options are there?
0: The first thing to understand is, you know, what areas are actually targeted by economic espionage by foreign countries and then to try to devise tools and methods to protect oneself against these uh, activities. And uh, so we know relatively little, um, at least you know, in terms of quantitative evidence, you know, what, where really most of the espionage takes place. We need to understand that and then devise appropriate measures to counter that.
1: was well, a fascinating project, Abra? Good luck with it.
0: Thanks very much.